Welcome to 1989, inside the diary of a wannabe radio announcer. My name is Benjamin Wosley. You may remember me from my work as Giggling Ben on Hamish and Andy. Hang on, stop, stop, everybody, stop. I think, I think Giggling Ben went to play, <laughs> went to play a crowd. Or even Bad Boy Ben with the Vixen back in the 90s. It's the PMFM Top 30 with Bad Boy and the Vixen and joining us from the UK really early in the morning. It's Billy. But way before any of that, when I was 19 in 89, I moved from the seclusion of my bedroom at my parents' house in Adelaide all the way to the isolated Western Australian mining town of Caratha to start work as a radio announcer at a little station called 6KA. My godmother gave me a diary to write down every momentous occasion and I actually did it. And now, 30 years later, I'm going to find out how weird... Arrogant, lame, self-absorbed, dorky, inexperienced and closeted the 19-year-old version of me was. To hold my hand while we navigate almost 365 days worth of embarrassment and to call in my family, my friends, people that were there, people that have known me for nearly 30 years, strap yourselves in. It's going to be an embarrassing ride. I'm Benjamin Wosley. Welcome to 19 in 89. Ah, uh, hi. Did someone say, give me more generic recollections of the 80s as recorded in some self-absorbed teenager's diary? Probably not. But that is exactly what this podcast is all about. So strap your headphones in and prepare yourself for more such and such and meh. Hey, this week in 1989, the top 50 welcomed fresh debuts from Bobby Brown with My Prerogative, which in hindsight was to ruin Whitney's life. Boo. Uh, plus, we got brand new Johnny Diesel and the Injectors, Tim Finn, 1927, and Samantha Fox's I Only Want to Be With You. Yes, in 1989, Page Three Girls could have chart hits thanks to the hit makers of the 80s, Stock, Aitken, and Waterman, who produced that uh, hit for Sam and also helped a raft of uh, people achieve musical success from the mid 80s through to the mid 90s, basically. They're actually considered one of the most successful songwriting and producing partnerships of all time, helping create more than 100 UK top 40 hits, including 13 number ones, selling 40 million records and earning over $100 million in the process. They work with Kylie Minogue, Jason Donovan, Rick Astley, Bananarama, Mel and Kim, Donna Summer, Dead or Alive, and even legendary drag queen Divine. And they pretty much drove everyone mad with their earworms. And of course, Rick Astley's Never Gonna Give You Up is a proof of that because it's become that famous Rick Roll meme in the mid-noughties. I'm just dropping lessons every app, peeps. Coming up, my new diet gets underway by not being very diety at all. There's a big announcers meeting that I have to attend. My mum has a crappy day and tries to hide how upset she is from me. I find out I share the same birthday with one of my co-workers and totally flip out. My pay packets continue to be disappointing and anyone who tells you that you can make heaps of money in radio is basically lying to you. It's reserved for a select few. Most radio staff get paid bugger all and are made to feel like crap if they dare ask for what they're worth. True story. Anyway, enough of my radio truth-telling TED talk. Let's welcome back my original besties to hold my hand while we do another week's worth of diary entries. Who is that? Who is that? Who is that? Who is this? Who is that? It's my mummy and daddy, Grazza and Hello. Annie. Hello. Hi. Hello. Welcome back. <laughs> How have you both been? Good. Not bad. Uh, I, I love that I'm currently looking at you, but all I'm seeing is the floor. 
Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was worried about the sound. Yeah, because you're both sitting there. It's a Saturday afternoon. You're watching the netball. Dad's had his races on, but you're yeah. taking time out before you go to the rugby to chat with me. Thank you. <laughs> That's all right. Just, just realise, my son, just how fortunate you are that yeah. we actually give you the time. <laughs> I know. Completely. This is like my Christmas present, isn't it? <laughs> Did you you have to tell him? (laughs) Um, I'm excited to have you back because so many people have talked to me about how happy they were to hear Granny Annie and Popeye on the first episode and fell in love with both of you. So it's good to have you both back. Thank you. (laughs) So humble. Just a gift. (laughs) All right, you want me to start and get on with it, don't you? Yep. Yep. All right, we're taking in, uh, this is um, Sunday, April 30. It was written at 12.57am. Never gone to bed early, Mum, okay? Uh, Today, I awoke at 10, watched the factory on the ABC until 11. Used to love that show. Went and had a shower and went to work. Guess what? No hangover. I felt marvellous today. Toast with Vegemite for breakfast, two apples, one pear, and a total of two litres of water were consumed for lunch while on air. This is my diet starting, basically. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> you're not still doing it, darling. <laughs> I knew that was going to come. <laughs> Stayed after my shift to do on this day for the next two weeks. Got home about 7.30 and made up a mince and vegetable bolognese type of thing with wow. noodles. Mmm. Ooh. Yeah. Had a small batch. I should have actually pushed um, vegetable bolognese type of thing with noodles. Had a small serving of that. I reckon small serving would have been massive. Been watching yeah. television since then, writing a letter to Emma, and now I'm going to bed. See ya! 1.04am. P.S. Big announcers meeting tomorrow at 11. I've got no idea what it's about. Should be interesting. I'll tell you tomorrow night. Bye! And then I've got two exclamation marks. Oh. <laughs> and bye is spelt B-Y-I-E. Shut up, you loser. <laughs> I was going to say, who are you saying goodbye to? Yourself. The diary? <laughs> Such a flog. All right, this is <laughs> Monday, May 1, and this was written at 2 a.m. Well, the meeting was all about how we've got this big tribunal and now some of the bigwigs in Perth have been relieved of their jobs. I should mention that at this stage, I'm pretty sure 6KA was owned by Alan Bond. So we can see why there was a big tribunal when people were losing their jobs. (laughs) It was also to tell us to tidy up our acts as far as dressing appearance. God, that wouldn't have changed anything for me. Uh, The way the studio was left at nights and so on. After the meeting, Jodie and I went into town. I bought a whole heap of magazines and I also got my clothes off lay-by, which is great. That's oh, dear, lay-by. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. <laughs> and that was my shopping that I did at Jeans West a few weeks ago. I got to work just before 2pm, did a couple of commercials and had a chat to Nat. Messed around, came home, had some tea. My shift from 6 till midnight went incredibly well. I had so much to say and I really, really enjoyed myself. <laughs> God, you're up yourself, aren't you? I was totally up myself. Uh, 2.07am. Yeah, well, I was 19. I'm allowed to be up myself. That's uh, your modus operandi, isn't it? I don't know. (laughs) I'm certainly having fun with myself. Far too much information. Sorry, Mum. Uh, This is May 2. It's a Tuesday and it was written at 2.23am. Hello. Boy, are you lucky I'm writing this at such a late hour. Oh, God. Yes, I got a snort out of my mother. Uh, basically, um, well, today, what did I, what I do, huh? 
Oh, God, that's the worst sentence ever. Well, today, what I do, huh? And a question mark. Basically, nothing. <laughs> and that's the end of the entry. No, it's not. I so got, what day was that? Sunday? It's a Tuesday. Oh, God. <laughs> got up about 11, watched television, wrote a letter to Emma, or more likely finished it off. Got to work early, e.g. 1.12pm. How's that early? Got a whole heap of commercials to do. Finished most of them. Very busy. Went home, had some tea and then back to the station. My shift went okay from six till midnight. Mum rang up, trying to hide the fact that she was slightly upset. Apparently the day hadn't been going too well. Bit stressed out. Silly girl. Can't hide a sad voice from me. She sounded like she had a cold. Sean came over. He came home and we've just finished watching a movie. See ya, 2.34am. Oh, May 2, 1989. What were you upset about, Mum? <laughs> um, I remember it like yesterday, kids. <laughs> it was another day in the butcher shop. <laughs> oh, my God. Yuck. <laughs> All right, this is uh, Wednesday, May 3. It was written at 1.23am. Guess what I found out today? Mark Littler, the guy I work and live with, was born on the same day as me in 1965. The 13th of July. How bizarre is that? It's just so incredible. The exact same day. Totally bizarre. It's not really. I cannot believe it. I know. I distinctly remember Mark and I walking around the house together going, what? We're the same birthday? What? But how could we be so different? He works um, in Cairns, Triple M Cairns. He's still a radio announcer. Yeah, so Aunty Jam would be listening to him all the time, maybe. Um, well, today I went shopping, had Jan's car to use. She's up in Headland at the moment, called mum and had a chat for a while, went home, unloaded everything and then went to the station, talked with Neville and Cindy for a while, recorded some commercials and talked to Bradley for a wee while. Oh, okay, wee while. Good okay. Lord. Drove home, washed the dishes, cooked myself some tea, a nice piece of minute steak and a massive serving of salad. It was absolutely yummy. Tidied up the house. And I've actually said, I say tidied up the house, but all I've written is tied up the house. T I E D. Tied up the house. Yuck. I think I'm becoming grossly domesticated. It's so soul destroying. Just jokes. It's not that bad. And then I've got in capital letters, ha, 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 etc. Dot, 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 dot. See ya. And then 1.42 a.m. And I've put an arrow to the 1.42 a.m. and said, P.S. Took me so long because I was reading a magazine article just a moment ago. Uh, no one cares, you flog. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's take in uh, Thursday, May 4. This is written at 1.33am. Back to work again. Got my Did pa- you ever write anything in the morning? No, pretty much not. <laughs> well, I mean the proper morning, not the early, no. early morning. Well, I would have woken up at 11 midday, something like that. Oh. And I would have written about that if it was happening. Um, Anyway, back to work again. Got my paycheck today. Bloody dismal little thing that it is. How depressing. I was making more in Adelaide at times. Oh, well, them's the breaks. I love how resolute I am about, oh, well, I'm getting screwed, but never mind. I'm in radio. (laughs) Recorded some... The next 30 years. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dad dropping the tea. (laughs) Recorded some great commercials today for Goddard's Music. Very busy day. We had all these ads coming up from Perth for about half an hour because I used to send them up on the satellite. And then I had to research all the songs I had for the new release show. Had some great songs tonight. Got home, had some tea, and then went back to the station. Shift went rather well. Came home, watched telly, and now I'm in bed. See ya! 1.40am. Aw. Oh. 
less Melina Hart. So the songs, well, the songs weren't on um, LPs, were they, back then? Were they, yeah, they would have been on... We would, we would have got LP like albums and then singles as well, record singles. Wow. And the only way you could research them was if the record company had sent you bios, which were then all put in expandable folders because there was no internet. You couldn't research that stuff. Yeah. So if you didn't have any bios sent, you were screwed. Uh, this is Friday, May 5, and it was written at 10.20pm. Ooh, I think I'll be going to bed early on these next few Friday nights. Brecky tomorrow. Well, today was good. Got to work at about 9.30. Got stuck into a bunch of commercials that I had to do. Man, I have to do so many commercials. Just after 12, we went to the tavern for lunch. Had a wonderful filet mignon. <laughs> oh, I could almost taste it. Got back to work just after one. Organised my records for my shift. My shift from two to six went well. Mum rang up to say hello. I love how much you've been in contact this week, Mum. <laughs> Which was nice. After you were supposed six... to be homesick then, that's why. Well, I was. I think all the phone calls didn't help. <laughs> But I was always appreciative. Uh, after six, Cindy and I pigged out on Chinese. I did some more commercials that I'd forgot to do earlier. Came home, watched a bit of television, and now I intend to read until I feel tired. See ya! 10.27pm. Would have been reading a bit of Stephen King or some Dina Kuntz. <laughs> well, right. that's right. Yeah. Love that. Love those books. Um, yeah. And here's our final entry for Saturday, May 8th. Uh, Saturday, May 6th, more likely. Uh, 2 18 I am. God, can I read things properly? Yeah. Uh, good morning. Well, today I got up at 5am, got to work at about 24 past 5. My shift from 6 till midday went really well. Only problem being that we had a number of callers during trading post who hung up in my ear. Rather depressing. <laughs> Finally <What>? got <clears throat> probably stage fright maybe, or they just thought, oh, this idiot, I'll ring next weekend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, finally got home just after one, watched television for a little while, then went back to bed, slept from 3 to 6pm, made some tea, tidied up the kitchen, went down to the station, ran off next week's On This Days. I'm sure I did two weeks of them. Anyway. Some commercials, bloopers and a couple of songs. Came home, watched telly and that's it. See ya, 2.24am. Oh, and that's what we need you for. Oh, my God. You did a lot of stuff in the morning, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, didn't I? Can't get over that. None of it very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know that in a couple of weeks there's entries where you ring me to say you and Dad are coming to visit, which is going to be exciting. And Tom? And yeah, Tom well, I no. think originally it was going to be you and Dad and then uh, you might have had to stay, Dad, and then Tom came up instead. Might have been um, during the airline strike or something. It was definitely during the airline strike because I think... Oh, you... well, Dad couldn't come then. Because yeah, because you had to get a yeah. bus. That's right. So it was Mum and Tom. Yep. Punish. All right. Well, so have you finished with me now? I am, Dad. You can go back to your races. Thank you, my son. I love May you with all my heart. Of happiness, crap all over your birthday cake. <laughs> Thank oh, <right>. you. <laughs> Only on the section of the cake I don't want to eat. Thank you. <laughs> Hats into emus and kick your foul houses down. What? Oh, for God's sake. <laughs> See what you have to endure? This is what my mum has to endure all the time, Dad and his bad oh. jokes. <laughs> Get a gun and shoot him. <laughs> and you heard it here first, guys. This will be used in the court case. <laughs> Don't put that on. <laughs> Too late, Mum. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. Bye.
Hey, in the next episode, Cindy and I get deep and real as we talk our futures, childhood, love, the world, war, and so many other things teenagers have zero idea about but think they're totes experts on. I get some feedback from my program director, Richie, that includes words like funny, idiot, and think very carefully. So basically, 19-year-old me is screwed. I also watch a lot of television and meet Kevin Bloody Wilson, so peak 80s Australia has been reached. And once again, in every episode, we try to help amplify Indigenous voices. This time around, it's all about NITV. They're the National Indigenous TV Network, which is Channel 34 on your TV, or you can view them via SBS On Demand. And yeah, they do play old episodes of Fraggle Rock, but they also host so many amazing programs that celebrate Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander stories. They also feature a heap of news as well. You can find them at sbs.com.au slash NITV or follow them on Instagram at NITV underscore AU for updates into your feed. Thanks again to the enigmatic DJ Dirtbag for the 1989 theme tune and Jezelenko for his bonus extra bits and mad respect and hugs and all of the thanks to you for subscribing to this podcast. Please share it with anyone you reckon is missing out. If someone likes to giggle and they're having a bit of a meh time with lockdown, uh, throw it towards them and follow us on Insta too or on Twitter at 19 in 89. And until next time, I am loving you from here. Check you later. See ya. Boy.